Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Not So What The Podcast with your host, Alicia Waja, aka Queen of the Dark Skin Baddies. Listen, it has been quite an experience these these past, past few days, but I do want to say, oh, let me, you know, pause and say happy Halloween. It is Halloween. I keep forgetting, like, what year, like, how is 2022, like, going so fast? It's, I don't know, it's like the amount of life changes that are happening, especially in my own life, like, it has just been, it's been great, it's been difficult, and it's been eye-opening, that's all I could say, um, is that it's been eye-opening because I have always been the type of person to, I guess, just... I'm a go-getter, you know what I mean? I'm someone who is very outgoing. Like, if I think about something, 9 out of 10, I'm going to wake up the next morning and just do it. Or if I'm thinking of it right then and there, I'm probably going to do it. I always ask for an opinion because I am very indecisive. But when I say things, I, I do them for the most part. Like, I try my best. The only thing that bites me in the butt is my time management sometimes. Sometimes I have enough time to do something. And then I actually don't, like, sometimes it's, it's just different having to navigate through my times and what I see as, I don't know, not important or just, you know, I want to be able to do what I'm going to say that I'm going to do. Um, and sometimes my time management, it... It needs a lot of work. So that's something that I'm working on. But other than that, I have been just living outside the box. A while ago, I did a TikTok. Um, someone audited my TikTok because so, I wanted to know how to get more followers on my TikTok and, you know, get more views so I can start getting paid from brands and things like that. And... I paid for this audit that this girl did because she does them. I don't even know her name. I forgot. But she audited my TikTok and she was like, oh, you need to find uh, a niche. Like, oh, I see you doing, you know, hair videos or makeup videos. And or and she saw my cooking videos or whatever. So, and she was saying you need to basically like pick one so you can get popular and then you can do all these other things. But... If you know me, you know that I don't know if it's just my Nigerian blood or my my dad's side of the family. Like, I don't know what where I get this from. Most likely from that side because my brothers are like that too. But I've always done everything. And, you know, not a two my own horn, but two, two. Like, it's been, like, I, I've always done a lot of different things and I do them very well. Or I'm a fast learner to things. Or I think because ultimately I'm a creative in a lot, a lot of different ways. Like the amount of different talents that I have and are undiscovered talents are, it's, I don't know, it's just very interesting. I haven't met that many people like myself that can um, do a bunch of different things. And it's like, I don't know. It's like I can find passion in anything that I'm doing because it's creative. And I feel like that's the part that really gets me 
like going like that's the part that you know gets me like okay I, I know that I can probably make this look good or like okay let me try this out and there's just so many hats that I can wear and I feel like I'm growing even more into those positions because I recently started doing nails and like my first time doing nails I did really good not even just to be you know uh gassing myself up I'm just like damn I really did good and other people told me that I did good and I'm thinking that my first time doing nails especially like acrylic I thought I was gonna be like um I thought I was gonna I thought it was just gonna be ugly I thought it was gonna be so ugly that I had to you know, not post it or like post a very far away picture with a filter or who knows, I thought I wasn't going to be able to do, you know, what I wanted to do, showing people. And my first set was so good, I, I sent a picture out. People were like, "This, there's no way this is your first. And I'm like, y'all, I'm surprised just as you are. And it's because I'm very focused at perfecting things, even though I know it's not going to be perfect, but I put a lot of heart into the things that I'm doing, especially if I really want to get it. Or if it's something with my hands or something with my eyes, like, I don't know, sometimes my focus is just really good. And people are like, how do you, you know, oh, what can't you do and all this stuff? I'm just like, I am just truly blessed. Like, I'm just like, listen, I'm just God's favorite. Like, that's all. <laughs> but no, on a humble note, like, I'm very surprised at all the talents that God has blessed me with. I am, it's, it's like, you know, when you watch a movie and the kid finds out that he has a bunch of powers that he didn't know about, I feel like that. Like, I feel like there's no limit to what else I can do. I'm like, Lord, okay, I know how to, I, I've done hair. I've done makeup, um, I can do, you know, um, I cook, I paint, I can draw, I can make things, like, with my hands, like, you know, um, I can decorate, you know, it's just, and now I'm doing nails, and it's just, I don't know, there's so many things that I feel like I'm just untapped of every sport that I've tried to play. I was good at it the first time. I think the first first time I even started playing tennis, my first year of tennis um, at Catherine High School, I, 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 it was my first year. I was a freshman, and you have, like, a regular season of matches, and then, you know, you have, like, the playoffs type of thing um, where it's tournaments and stuff. Um, but in my regular season, outside of the championship type thing or whatever, I did not lose a game my first year. And I came in at, like, number five. So it's like I I was even good enough to – because you only – you have a top five when you're playing tennis. So it's like my first year playing tennis, I, I, I won all of my matches within my, my regular season. And I got a trophy for it too. But, yeah, I, I won all of my – I had a perfect regular season. And I don't know if it was because other people sucked, but, you know, I was playing. Like, I had some really hard matches and stuff like that, but it was really cool just to know, like, wow, my first time playing tennis, I was really good at it. Same thing, playing volleyball. They used to name me, like, the boom or whatever when I was in high school. It was just, like, every sport that I've played, I've been really good at it. A lot of things I've been really good at. I haven't had those times of, like, I guess I haven't had those moments of doubting myself. Like, mm, I don't think, like, I do have those doubting thoughts. Like, don't get me wrong. I always think of, like, the negative part of doing some things. And I've had things that failed. Like, I'm not just this perfect being that's magical. But 
I've had things that have failed before, but I still like try them out. So it's like, there's a lot of things that I'm just not afraid to try out. You know, I'm, I'm just not scared to pivot. Like I can back to the girl trying to audit me. <laughs> I was like, okay, like I have so many talents. I don't want to be known for just one thing. I want people to be like, this is Alicia. She's an entrepreneur because that's ultimately what I am. I, I can't really put too much, like, if you talk to me, like, right now, and these are the top positions I want to have, I, I'm, you know, I'm a podcaster, I'm an entrepreneur, you know, whereas I have different businesses, which I do, you know, travel company, um, I have my hair company, and there's another company, like, there's other things that I want to, to do, my well, just my business in general. So it's like I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a podcaster. I still want to be a marketing manager. And it's like I'm close to all of these things. My internship, it ends in January. I'm, you know, pretty strong. I have a pretty strong feeling that I'm going to be able to get one of my dream jobs, um, a job that I went to school for, you know. I want to be able to still use my degree for, you know, what I did because I still have a passion for media and tech and flyers and all this stuff. Like the amount of talents that I have inside of me can't be put into one box. That's why I tell people when people say master or jack of all trades, master none, I think that is for the people who start things and don't finish them or try things and don't go through with them or quit too early before they get good or realize that they can actually do something. That's who I think those comments are for um, because there's no way you're telling me that I can't do, put my hand in everything, you know what I mean? I don't think that is something that a human, you know, we don't do that in general because I feel like we have just a longing to like as humans just do different things like you just evolve you know like your favorite rapper your favorite artist they're not singing forever they're not rapping forever they are also going to put their hand in other things because we all have different dreams it's okay to like when you reach your dream to have another dream you know what i mean so my dream is to have my hand in a lot of things at the same time like, yes, I'm busy. And I think I flourish on being busy. Like, I can't sit in the house for too long and not be doing something towards my business or towards my goals or anything like that. Like, whether it's making content on TikTok, if I'm doing absolutely nothing, or just trying to monetize every single thing that I'm doing. You know, I just really know, I know for a fact that I'm going to be successful. Like, the, just Everything that God has given me, there is absolutely no way that I won't be successful. The way that I have seen people around me become successful, I look up to that. Not in a jealous way or not in an envious way or malicious way, but I look up to that because I have seen the work and I've seen the results. And I'm like, I know that I can work and I know that I can get the results, you know, the I can get that end result. So I feel like if you're sitting here trying to, it's like, I understand not everyone can bounce 
you know, and do different things. There's financial reasons. There's, you know, people who aren't as outgoing, but still have that passion of doing something beyond, you know, a nine to five. Not, you know, of course that, that there's nothing wrong with that, but outside of like working for other people, I never had an issue with working for other people, but I would like to work for other people and still be flexible while I work for other people because I still do work for myself. So that's what I'm enjoying about like what I'm doing now. But I don't think that you should put yourself in a box because eventually you're going to get bored and you're going to quit. And then you want to think that you just don't have any talents. And really it's like you never went, you never followed through on your ideas, you know? Even if it's something simple as you wanting a restaurant or you want to sell food or something like that, you know you need to do it. And then after you do it that one day, you don't quit. You do it again. And then you do it again. Then you do it again. Then you do it again until now you can say, oh, I do this. You know what I mean? Like you have to keep it going. Same thing with people. You know, there's plenty of people that I know who want to do hair, want to do um well, let's stick to hair. There's plenty of people I know who are up-and-coming hairstylists and um, makeup artists and things like that. But you don't see a lot of them trying to grasp, like, all of the details becoming a business. You know what I mean? Like, everyone can pick up a comb, but not everyone knows how to you know, use good customer service and, you know, use the, I don't even have all the words right, right now, but you know what I mean? Like just using the right amount of judgment to be professional, choosing professionalism, especially being a black business, things like that. I feel like this generation of up and coming stylists and makeup artists and things like that in the beauty industry, that's what they're lacking because there, back then, there were not a whole bunch of stories now that you hear um, about, you know, you having to ask for your money back or like all this, like just craziness, crazy hairstyles, crazy clients, all this. There wasn't much of that that I can remember, you know, back when I really started doing hair and makeup and stuff. So I don't know. I just feel like if you're a person who has multiple wishes and dreams why not go for those dreams and live outside that that box like I just can't imagine myself doing one thing there's just no way there's no way I can sit here and let everything that God has given me go to waste I feel like he's given me these talents for a reason and he is pushing me for something way bigger than I am and I am ready and waiting for it I'm going to tap into whatever he tells me to tap into because you just never know how you're going to see me. Like today, I'm t I've am i been teaching. I've been, well, not as a teacher. Like, um, I've been helping students, but I've been a substitute teacher. I also applied for my teaching certificate. So, um, I'm not sure if I'll end up teaching. But I feel like if I do end up teaching, it'll be because I do, you know, have that feeling of wanting that family outside of family. Like, you know, love my family. But everybody wants that family-oriented you know, job space. So I feel like, you know, going through, oh, the Christmases, the holidays, just with new people and students and being able to give them the things that I never had. Um, what as it's in school, like what we weren't taught and things that I wish people would have told me about real life. And, you know, because you spend most of your time 
the better years at least in school trying to learn how to work in this world you know but they don't give you the actual tools to succeed they give you the curriculum that you know they're giving so i feel like i can make a huge difference in a lot of kids lives um, especially high school students, um, if I am a teacher. So that's something that I'm dwelling on. And like, if there's an opening, then, you know, you never know. You'll see me doing that because the job that I'm going to have marketing, it's going to be remote. I'm going to be working from home and being an extrovert, I cannot be in the house all the time. So I know for a fact, I'm going to have to be doing something else, um, outside of that. Cause my other jobs will be, you know, remote, but I won't be doing hair my whole life. Like I can't be doing all that. Like, I don't know about y'all, but just my body won't be able to take another 10 years doing hair. I love doing hair. Like, it's going to be very hard for me to stop doing hair. But when I do stop, I'm not going to just completely take it out of my life. Like, obviously, I'm going to do mine, my family's, like, stuff like that and my future children. But other than that, I don't think that I'm going to be this. One, I, I, I've never wanted to own a salon. A lot of people who know me know that. Um, that's just not my cup of tea. I have been in a salon twice and twice I had different experiences that did not end well, but we'll sell those stories for another day. But a lot of that has to do with professionalism and people not really knowing how to run a business. So outside of that, <laughs> still going on like living outside of your box is, you know, not leveling down like you don't have to start with one thing if you want to do multiple things you do multiple things like again I'm teaching right now that's something I thought I'd never be doing but it's not something that I'm like oh my god I want to be a teacher and this isn't a job that I'm like really wanting to do right now I made a financial decision to do this job but I still like kids like it's something that I I would do I said that I would never apply for another job I didn't want so this is a job that I know I could do because it's been easy peasy anyway and I don't mind being around kids like I'm just you know that type of person so I, I'm glad that I found something that works for me financially until I get that job that I know God has for me maybe at the top of the year or at the end of this year. So we'll see. There's a lot of days left in the year um, that even though this year is sweeping by. But yeah, I just want people to really understand that if you have ideas or dreams or hopes or different talents, you can still do them. And even if you have to practice them all, like there's seven days in a week, you know what I mean? If on Mondays and Wednesdays you're going to do nail sets, you know, practice nails, and then Tuesdays and Thursdays you want to practice hair, and then on the weekends or whatever, the Thursdays and Sundays or whatever, you could do um, makeup, and on Saturdays you can cook food. You know, you just never know what you're going to actually be doing. So that's why... I feel like there's a lot of opportunities out here that people aren't taking and there's so many jobs that are unfilled or un like not even brought up yet. Like there's a lot of jobs that are still being made up and I feel like we're the people that are going to be filling those but you don't get it by just stopping what you're doing to try mm -hmm. something else and quit that then try something else. It's like if you aren't going to evolve then you know it's not going to benefit you. So, again, if there's anyone in anybody out there struggling with what they want to do next or what they think they should be doing, just do it. Like, stop waiting. 
pet peeve mine is definitely waiting like you just have to do it that's all so i wanted y'all to really like you know what i wanted to to drop that gym in there but speaking of dropping gems let's 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 move on to um that's what she said because listen we have all seen um the post about kanye west and how Adidas is dropping him now and Yeezy, all that stuff. So my response to that, you know, in my opinion, I think, like my theory is that Kanye West, West knows exactly what he's doing. I don't think he's a lick of dumb. I think that he got to a point in his life where he has nothing else to lose. Yes, he has his children, but... You know, he's lost his mom, which is a huge part of him. And I know everybody says that, but it was a huge part of him. And I feel like he doesn't have anything to fall back on. So I feel like he was tired. Like the last straw was people who could still make money or get recognition for working with him off of his name. So I feel like in response to him, being like, I don't want to take care of nobody no more. I think that he has decided to tarnish his name because he he's making himself look crazy on the screens, on these interviews and stuff like that. But I feel like it's all purposeful. I feel like he planned all of this to tarnish his name and delete himself, if you will. That's what I feel like he's done or he's, he's doing because... There's no way you're just going to keep fumbling bag after bag after bag, like, you know, making your comments about Jewish people. It's like, I don't know if you just thought, like, let me say what what what's the craziest thing I can say right now? And then I'm going to go on TV and say it. So it's like I feel like he's very aware of what he's doing. And I don't buy the crazy act anymore. You know, I don't really buy that. So that's my take on it. I just wanted people to, you know, if y'all have an opinion, let me know. But I don't know about that. It seems very planned, you know. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Moving on. Let me tell y'all what could have several seats. <sighs> there, I feel like there's so much. But let me tell y'all what could have several seats. I have an opinion on how teachers, older teachers, older generation teachers are in schools right now. So recently the school that I was at, obviously I'm not going to say the school that I was at for obvious reasons, but the school that I was at, um, it was an alternative school and which means when kids are getting in trouble in regular public school, they will go to this alternative school. Or there's plenty of them all around, or they just go to a different school. Anywho, I think that's what the school is. And throughout the day, like one, the teacher that they had, a lot of the kids have schoolology, so the kids didn't have the work that they needed to be provided on their iPads. It wasn't there, and I was at that school for multiple days. So being at the school for multiple days, I knew that every day that I was there, these kids will not have anything to do. So for the most part, we just hung out. You know, they were just chilling on their phones or uh, playing games on the on the laptop or whatever. Because everybody knows that when you have a sub, you don't really do anything. 
So the kids were all right for the most part. I did get some rowdiness. Most of the time, the kids are really nice because they, you know, they see a younger girl that is lively. I'm, I'm not ready to just yell at you like a lot of the other teachers are. It's like they already were at 10. And, excuse me, I think they forget kids are kids, you know? No matter what they have already done, you don't treat them like criminals just because someone has labeled them that. Everybody has an opportunity to change. That's what you are here for. You're their teacher. You're supposed to be setting the example, not giving in to the label that somebody has put on them. You know, I feel like it was a very different type of experience for me because it's like, yeah, I've dealt with kids who have been behavioral issues, but it's nothing that I'm going to hold over their heads, you know what I mean? Like, at some point, where's the second chance? Where's the other chances? Like, this is their time to mess up because they are adolescents, you know what I mean? So, it was like, the thing that could have several seats was this one teacher that at the end of, I think, my last day there, I was giving the kids candy. And I was like, you know, whatever, it's, we're near Halloween-ish, whatever, it's it's October, let me um, give you some candy because one of the students the, the day before was like, oh, you're going to bring us something? And I was like, you know, maybe, whatever. So I was like, let me bring us some candy. So I was giving out candy as we were playing Two Truths and a Lie. Like, we played a game. You know, I still got them to interact throughout the day so we could do something. And I handed out candy. And then at the end, the other teacher was like, um, oh, no, they can't have candy. And she, like, made some of them actually spit the candy out. And at that point, I was like, okay, that's a bit extreme. And then she went on this kind of talk of telling me why they don't deserve candy or they don't eat candy because they get rowdy and all this stuff and whatever. But in my eyes, I'm like, it's candy. Why can't they have some fucking candy? Like, what are you talking about? Are they criminals? Are they? Did they do something bad? Like, they didn't do anything. You know, so stop treating them like that. And there was one girl who was acting all up, like she was acting up. And she was already kind of like that. But in the last couple of days, like before that day, she really wasn't that disruptive in the class that I was in. So she was like banging on the locker or something like that. So the other teacher came over and she tried to kind of assert herself. And it's like, you know, because I went to step out and I needed to um, go get a key from um I needed to go get a key from the front office or whatever it was so when I came back I was just like um you know what's going on because she had her like over to the side and they were yelling at each other arguing whatever it was and the girl was trying to tell me how the teacher was like you know how the teacher she tried to tell me how the teacher was ragging on her or whatever like she's not supposed to be getting in trouble blah blah and she was like you want me to take her to your classroom blah blah, blah. i'm gonna call the administration on you call the front office they're gonna come pick you up blah, blah blah so they never came to pick her up one and two i tried to talk to her a little bit just to say like you know you're not a bad person because one piece of what i had them do was write down what they wanted to be and how they get there. Because I wanted to leave something for them to do. You know what I mean? I wanted to instill something if I could. So she particularly wrote down that she wanted to um, work in a daycare because she likes kids. So I'm like, wow, you know, 
they label you out to be this super disruptive girl, just bonkers, like you ain't got no home training and here you are, can do something as, as nurturing as taking care of other people's children. Like, you know, and she said they, we could do a lot of fun stuff. She was kind of detailed in her response. So I'm like, I feel like that was real. Like, I feel like I believed what she said that she wanted to do. And I, some people played, played around with that assignment, but a lot of kids told me about the things they really wanted to do. And I was just like, wow, like some people's dreams weren't even that big. And it was just like, wow, what are we teaching to our children? And even half that class, it's like, they were so passed along. These were sixth and seventh graders who couldn't write. Like they couldn't really form sentences together or write the words to where they're legible and not looking all the same, all the letters looking the same. It was just like different. I'm just like, wow, some of these kids really need some help. Like really, really need education. And the fact that it's 2022 and they're still not getting it is concerning. You know, so I, I sat with that a little bit longer than, you know, most because I just couldn't believe that how passed along they really were. And I was experiencing that firsthand because I'm looking at them, you know, tell me about different things. And, you know, of course, social media and TV and all these fun things, but they couldn't write on a piece of paper. And that was just very concerning to me. So I feel like, especially in that school, the, the teachers you matter a lot. And if you're sitting around telling like students that they're no good and they're just fools and you know what I mean? Like they're going to believe exactly what you tell them. They're going to live up to whatever name that you give them. But if you just pour life into them and just, you know, Hey, you are great people. You are smart. You are someone who is capable of being successful. You know what I mean? If you're pouring that into them, it's hard for them to, to, um, to act up, you know what I mean, if you're constantly pouring into them, not yelling at them and waiting, you you counting, you know, the clock to, to go home because you're not really worried about these children or their lives, so that's, a lot of that could have several seats this week because that's what I've been dealing with as I have been visiting all of these schools and just interacting with different teachers and teaching styles, so they can have several seats for that one, I just wanted to make sure I pop that in there. Lastly, let's let me tell you who's been stepping on these necks, y'all. My friend Ashley, like, first of all, so on brand for what we're talking about today, which is living outside the box. So on brand because a lot of times when I have friends or other people that I encounter who give me an excuse as to why they can't do something, um, where they'd be like, Oh, I got kids, oh, I got this, I got that. Uh, Ashley, my friend Ashley is literally one of my examples. Ashley is a mother. She is, she's in a sorority. She's my soror. She just got her master's degree. She has a business that we all co-own and she still has her own things going on, you know, and again with her kid and she makes it all work and she still goes out. She still has her self-care time. She still has her me time. Yes, she it could she could be very much exhausted, but she's doing it. And I just wanted to give her her flowers because a lot of times people be like, oh, I can't do this. I got a kid. I got this. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, uh, you're just not that dedicated because I have a friend who did. You know, I have seen this firsthand of somebody who did. So it doesn't matter if I don't have your same experience. I know people who've had 
you know, the same shoes you have on type thing. So that's what, you know, she, she, she's getting all the praise today because I am so proud of her. Like, it is an unbelievable feeling to have friends who are elevating and just growing and just living. And I just love it so much because, and not even for my own benefit, it's like, you know, the whole, because I, you know, I'm a firm believer. It takes one person to get put on and they can put the rest of their friends on. That's me. But I am my friend's number one supporter. Like, I'm so, like, I have, my heart beats so big and strong when my friends win, when I see them elevate and I see them take home like the bacon, like type thing. Like I love seeing people I know win and prosper because I know exactly like, I'm just like, listen, it's possible for me. It's possible for me. And I love that for them. I love the way that they did that. I love what God blessed them with. Not in an envious way, just in the most humble way. I am grateful to have witnessed this so close because it's my it's my motivation. It's my blueprint. So I, I just want to give Ashley all of her flowers because she really inspires me. Even though she's gonna be like, "Girl, no, you no, you inspire me so much." Because I don't have children. I don't know what it's gonna be like. And seeing you firsthand, you make it not so scary. You know. You make it not so scary. And I just wanted to give you a shout out for that, sis. Like, you just doing the thing. And I love you. Love you, love you, love you, girl. And I can't wait to see you. Because, you know, Centennial coming up, y'all. You know what I mean? You know, you feel me? Centennial's coming up. Proud member of Sipping Game of Sorority Incorporated. And, yeah, we're going to really turn up for our Centennial year. I'm so excited. So be on the lookout for the videos if you see me. <laughs> But that brings us to the end of another episode of Investing with the Podcast with your host, Alicia Wajay, a.k.a. Queen of the Dark Skin Baddies. Don't forget to say the baddies. Um, I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. I'm so glad that y'all are rocking with me. This is the last episode of season 10. And I have a cute, big surprise for y'all. Um, I might insert the clip after this. If I do not insert the clip, then y'all will see it on our Instagram. So make sure you follow our Instagram, um, our face or not Facebook. Make sure you follow our Instagram, TikTok, uh, YouTube at, and that's on with the podcast. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Patreon at HOW pod. So you can get all of the information, all the deeds and all the extra special announcements. But if I don't sit, put the clip at the end of this episode, then y'all will definitely see it on my Instagram because the new, the new, new, the new, the things that are coming for this podcast is God given. That's all I can say. That's all I can say. And I feel like this is just, just what the doctor ordered for this podcast. So I'm so excited to be entering in a new chapter and season three is going to be it, honey. It's going to be it. And it's only going to be growing from here. I can't wait to mark my words two weeks from two. I'm going to give myself, I'm going to give the podcast, I'm not even going to say a time, I'm going to give the podcast, no, I am, I'm indecisive, y'all, I'm going to give this podcast two years, two years, I'm going to be big, this podcast is going to be a big, a big one, I'm going to give it two years, two years of consistency, as long as it's consistent, and it's intriguing, and it's changing, evolving, and 
living up to, to all the expectations, I give this podcast two years to really be something. Really be something that's signed to a major network. I, I really give it that. Other than that, y'all, I'm going to go ahead and get out of here because you girl need to go to sleep. I need to, I need to rest because I have a million and one things to do. And it was great talking to y'all. I want y'all to stay tuned. Again, if I, if I insert the, the, a big announcement that I have at the end of this clip, I will. If not, you're going to see it on Instagram anyway. And that's all I can say. I just want y'all to just live your, live your best lives Go hug your mama, <laughs> go hug your father, go, you know, tell somebody something nice today and make sure you just believe in yourself and all your talents and all your dreams and all your goals. And once you reach those goals, make new goals and, and keep striving. That's all I want y'all to, to really, to get, like, I just really want y'all to get that. But I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. I love y'all. And that's on what? Living outside the box. Every time I pop out, he get scared for you hoes. Yeah, he get scared for you hoes. Every time I pop out, he get scared for you hoes. Red bottom on my.